0: There'll be a short synopsis in English, and also there'll be a link there to become a monthly supporter to make this show possible. Um, please tap the link in that description or visit anchor.fm slash gelb to become a monthly supporter. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. I'd like to say a special thank you to our first monthly supporter, Matis Polak. Thank you so much for helping maintain this show and helping improve it and helping spread Chassidists. And to everybody else, please consider becoming a monthly supporter for even a small donation of 5 to $10. It will really help to make this show continue and become better. We're at the bottom of page, Lamed, the next, this the second paragraph on the page, um, ending off the mimer here. It's known the general difference between Hashem's desire for the worlds and Hashem's desire for Torah and Mitzvahs. The Hashem's desire and His will for the worlds is just an external desire. But Hashem's desire for Torah and Mitzvahs is His inner desire, and what that means is, like a person, um, for example, a person that's working his his external desire is in doing the actual work, and his inner desire is making the profit, the money from the work. And even in that, there's even a more inner desire. The reason why he wants the money is that he should be able to, to support his family. And there's always a, a more inner desire, a more deeper purpose. So Hashem desires the worlds not in and of themselves. It's not the end of his desire. It's not in the end all he just wants the world because in order that there should be a fulfillment of Teredmitz there has to be there has to be the the place and there has to be a scene so to say where this play can take place where the Jewish people can fulfill Hashem's ultimate desire which is to fulfill the Terah and and draw down God's presence into this world so in order for the, in order to fulfill Hashem's ultimate purpose which is his desire for mitzvah, there has to be a world in which we can fulfill that so the world it's just his external desire. It's not his in, the in. It's not the. It's just the intermediary. It's not the ultimate purpose. The ultimate purpose is that the Hashem is so we, But in order to get to that purpose, we have to have worlds. And what that means, connected to our Mimer, is that we're speaking about the levels of the uh, before the Tzimtzum. So even in the infinite energy of Hashem, before the tzmim, before the contraction, the concealment of that infinite energy, to allow for the drawing down of the kav of the limited energy to create limited world. So even in that infinite energy before the tzmim, <laughs> through fulfilling the mitzvahs which are connected to Hashem's inner inner desire, you draw down also the, this level of the inner, the pniyas <laughs> the inner desire of Hashem. And what is that level specifically? Meaning. <laughs> With, that is the the inner essence of the infinite energy of Hashem. this is the level which it said we, we spoke about at the beginning of the Mimer on the verse that Hashem um, created light and darkness he separated between the light and the darkness. What does it mean he separated he de, he separated the light um, to himself, and what does that mean that 's referring to the the light, the light of Hashem, the energy of Hashem which is not. Uh, which has no relationship to worlds at all, cannot become the source for worlds. And that means it's separate, separate off unto Hashem. It's too high for worlds. So, but however, through to, fulfilling the Torah which are the in, the the inner desire of Hashem, meaning they connect to His inner essence, because that is what, in Hashem's inner essence, that's what He wants. He wants us to fulfill Torah That is the ultimate purpose of creation. So therefore, when you do that, you're actually drawing down from the inner will of Hashem, which is this level before the Tzimtzum, which totally has no relationship to worlds at all. That level, which Hashem separated off to Himself, because it was too high for the worlds to contain, that is the level which you draw down through mitzvahs. To- <inaudible> and even the the essence of the of the energy of the light of Hashem, which is not even within the realm of being revealed at all, <inaudible> is drawn down through Mitzvah We said at the beginning of the Maimir that there. Within the, the infinite energy of Hashem, there's two levels. There's the etsem ha'ir, there's the, the essence of this light, the light itself, and then there's the hispashda sa'ir. There's the light, how it becomes revealed. And within that light that becomes revealed, there's two levels. There's the Sa'ir and the fitzaniya Sa'ir. The inner aspect of that light and the outer aspect, the more lower aspect, which the lower aspect is which relates to the actual worlds. But through Torah not only do you draw down from that light, which is too high for the worlds, which we spoke about earlier, could also refer to, within the hispashta Ha'ir, the light which extends out from Hashem and is revealed, within that it could relate to also the Pnimiya Ha'ir, the inner, the inner light, which is too high for worlds. But actually you're saying here that through Teta Mitzvahs, which are the inner desire of Hashem, you can even draw down from the Etzim Ha'ir, the essence of the light before the Tzimtzim, which has totally no relationship, not, not only to worlds, but no relationship to becoming revealed. It's, it's not even the realm of being a revelation at all. And that you can draw down through fulfilling mitzvahs. And now we're returning back to the questions we asked at the beginning of the maimer. This is the general idea of the commandment of taking the lul of an esreg and all the four species together and shaking them in the, four, in the six directions that so we asked at the beginning of the maimer, We said, what is the idea of shaking the lul of a general? And taking the lulav, what is that? How is that? What is the inner meaning behind that? And why were these specifically these four species chosen to fulfill the mitzvah through them, and not any other species of plants or anything? So we answering here: What is this general idea of the mitzvah of taking the lulav and shaking it and waving it in all the different directions? The actually the spiritual idea behind the mitzvah of lulav and Esrig and the waving it. Is the idea of drawing down from the das, drawing down from das into nukvo, into malchus, the feminine aspect, which is like the receiver, just like the woman receives from the man, malchus is the receiver from all the higher spheres above it. Leislumig armachulum, it doesn't have anything of itself, it's just a vessel, an empty vessel to receive from the energy from the higher spheres. But the, the malchus of the level of zo, which refers to the midays, the seven, midis, the six midais of Atsilas, from chesed to yusait. So through the taking of the lulivan and the waving it, you draw down from Das, which is the third of the intellectual faculties of Hashem, mabina Das, you draw down from that Das um, into the Nukva, into the lower aspect, the Malchus of the Midas, of Atzilus. So he's not going to get into the explanation of these specific levels over here, but now he's going to explain it in a little bit more general way. It's known that Das... The Sphera of Das is actually has draws down from the inner essence of the Sphera of Keser. So Keser is the means the crown. and It relates to the a level of um, a level of godliness which transcends even the ten Spheres, the ten Spheres of Atzilus. Just like the crown is above a person's head and goes above their their brain, and the brain um, signifies the the intellectual faculties of Hashem, Chochma, Bina, and Das, the Seichel. And Kesser, the crown, is the level which transcends even those highest levels, the highest Spheres, and that's why Kesser is the, called the Ermaki. It's an encompassing light, meaning it's an infinite light which transcends the regular um, uh, defined Spheres, which are which all relate to you know ir- iris pecalim, uh, divine energy, how it re- how it becomes revealed and clothed within finite vessels, defined vessels. To find ways of re- revealing that energy, Chesed, vura, whether whatever the definition may be, so Keser is this infinite energy which transcends the, transcends the ten spheres, and Das, which is the Das, which is activated through shaking the lulav, is actually which draws down. has the ability to draw down from the panemius, from the inner essence of Keser, as it's known. That within Keser there's two levels, Chitzenius and Penimius. The Chitzenius of Keser is Arich, the long face. And Pnimes Keser is Atik, which means the old one or the removed one, because it's the, the inner essence. It's so, it's so removed from all of the limited existence. That's why it's called Atik, removed. Whereas Arich is it's called the long face because it actually extends down two worlds. It's the, it's the source within, the, within this level of Keser, the source for creation. Um... And also it's called Arich, but it's long because the this, the, the Midais, how they exist within Keser, zah, how it exists within Keser, is in a way of long, because it has a, meaning it's very big. The revelation of godliness within Keser is a lot uh, more sublime and higher. And Therefore, the Midais there are, are long, so to say, there's more expansion, there's more expansion because there's more revelation of godliness. Whereas the Midais, how they come into Atzilus, are called Ze'er in the small face, because they are now limited divine energy revealing into the Midas. So Das, through shaking the Lulav, is drawing down from Pneumis HaKeser. Why? Because Das, we explained, we explained before that the Sphideis in general is set up into four, uh, three different categories, general categories, um, on the right side, the left side, and the middle. The right side is in general the idea of ispastus of drawing down of, of, of a flow of energy, which signifies mostly by Chesed, Kindness, or in the left side is Gvura, is idea of holding back of the energy, and, and then there's the middle. The middle is on the middle side, in the middle you have um, Das, Tiferes, Yesoid. So we see that the middle is, it basically extends all the way up um, through the middle, and basically the middle spheres have an intimate connection with the divine energy which transcends the spheres, the infinite energy. And that's why Das, the highest of the middle vector of the spheris, goes all the way up to Keser. And you see this even more by Tiferis. Tiferis, which is beauty, which is a combination of Chesed and Gvurah together. Um, and in order to have the combination of two opposites, Chesed and Gvura, together, you have to have a revelation which transcends them both, which is that's the idea of Keser. And Das also has that similar relationship with Keser, and not only Keser, but to the panemius of Keser, the inner essence of Keser and in its first even a higher source, ha'inu atam The in the Das has even a connection not only just the, the inner essence to the core of keser, but even to the inner essence of the of ein of Hashem Himself. And so that this that this inner essence of Hashem should should shine in a revealed way within malchus, which is the source of all creation. Like it says, malchus malchus Your malchus is this is the malchus of all the worlds. So that malchus. Is a level of the spheres which allows for the feeling of separateness. Like it's the aim Boleiam, there's no king without a nation, meaning the whole idea of kingship obligates that there should be a separate nation that the king should be king over. So, to uh, uh, Hashem's desire to be king means, is what creates the feeling of separate, the, the, the world, that should be, uh, that feel themselves with their own uh, separate identity, separate independence. So, through taking the Luluf, which the, it says in the Kabbalah, it, activates and draws down from the Das within the malchus of Zoh. So what are you actually doing here? You're not just activating Das. You're, at, you're When you activate Das, you're also activating its, its original source, which first of all, its source is within the inner essence of kesser, And even more so in that first source, the source of even that is the inner essence of Hashem himself. And so through shaking, shaking the lulav, you're actually drawing down from the inner essence of godliness that it's a giant revealed way within malchus of Malchus of Atzilus, and by way of that, automatically causing this a intense flow of divine energy of the essence of Hashem to be revealed within all the worlds, because Malchus is the source for all the worlds. So that's the idea of taking the lulav and the waving of it. It's actually drawing down from the Pademius of Atzilus, the inner essence of Hashem, that it should shine in a revealed way within all the worlds. Now we answer the other question in the beginning of the Mimer, why is this mitzvah of lulav? But with these four species specifically, the palm branch, the of the esteric, the citron fruit, the is the willow branch, and the hadasin, the myrtle branch. And why not? Through other species of plants. Because they're actually very different from all other species of plants because they have a unique quality of unity within these, within these specific species. They exemplify this idea of unity. Um, the, now we're going to explain how each one of these species represents that. The lulav, who, uh, who kapois, or kafus, and, the, the, and the, the verse which speaks about the mitzvah of lulav, it says, um, kapois to morim. Uh, the palm branch, the date palm, but it says the word kapois. and the Gemara says kapois also comes kafus, which means she all of mischab misach miachakulu that all we're talking about a type of branch that all of its um, all of its leaves are unified and joined together, and that refer, that is the palm branch, which all the leaves are with one and one they all come together in a very tight way, as it's seen clearly in the palm branch. So we have this idea of unity within the palm branch, the hadas, and now the myrtle branch. The Gemara says there has to be three. Three of these little leaves of the of the myrtle branch on one on one um, branch, uh, one so there, it has to be coming out from that one little three leaves from that one little place on the on the myrtle branch. That's what is the the specific quality of the hadas. But all of chayfinas etichlu and also all of its leaves have to cover over the the whole the whole tree the whole branch. So you see another idea of unity. This three. The three different leaves all together in one part of the branch, and all the leaves together covering over the whole tree. Ve'esrei, what's the idea of the citron fruit exemplifying the unity? Darbi Mishana Lashana. It says, eats Hador," and the verse it says the, the 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 beautiful fruit, which the Gemara learns out that Hador is also beautiful, also means Hador, which dwells, which lives. And the esrog is—it means what type of fruit are we talking about here in this verse? Talking about the asreg, because this is the only fruit which darbi name which lives on its tree from year to year. It doesn't—it doesn't, it doesn't um, go, fall off the tree. And by the, by the fact that it's staying on the tree the whole year, it's 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 receiving, it's 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 going through all the changes of the climates of the year, of all the four seasons of the year. So it's taking within itself all these different. Aspects of the of the weather of the climate, and unifying them all together in one fruit. Idea of unity. V'arava and the willow branch. Nikra achavina. In the Gemara in the Aramaic, the, or the willow branch is called the word achavina, which comes from the word achava, like brother brotherhood, or, or which is the idea of brotherhood, two brothers together, unity between the two brothers. Because why are they called this name in, in Aramaic, which in, which uh, means brotherhood? Because they grow together, just like a band of brothers. As he explained in the Sidrim Dach, the gateway of the Lulav. So here we see all the four species exemplifying this unique quality of unity. And this quality of unity exa- um, signifies also above in the, go- in the godly realms, in the spiritual realms, the idea of the 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 simple unity of the essence of Hashem. The essence of Hashem is a simple, uncom- not compound unity, not made up of different parts. As we know, the mitzvah of the believing the Hashem Echad, Hashem is one, is also to believe not only that there's not two divinities, but also to believe that God is not made up of parts. He's not murkav, He's not compounded. And so this idea of taking all these four species, which signify the idea of unity, is down here, when you do that down here, you're causing the, the drawing down, the revelation of the, the essence of Hashem, who is also this idea of the perfect unity. He's achtus pshuta, simple unity. Unity not made up of parts, but unity of a single entity totally unified without any, um, without any different parts within him. And that is what we said before, that when, through taking the lulav, you're actually drawing down for the das into the nukva of which das goes all the way back to its original source to the atmos, the Panemius atas in seif, And these four species also show that same idea. They're Achdus, drawing down this same level, the, the Ahtus Apshuta, the simple uncompound unity of the essence of a And within the person's soul, this idea of unity um, that all the four species exemplify, what does it mean? Who? It is the idea, it's also the idea of the nullification, of the self-abnegation, nullification of the person's own feeling of separateness, of his feeling of his independence, his own being a separate entity from Hashem. The whole reason that there can be a unity and a inclusion of all these separate uh, beings together is because there is within the soul there's a person is totally nullified and he let go of his ego he put his ego on the side a person that is full of his own ego you see that he cannot be, it's hard for him to to partner and to join up and to become friends with other people because he's so full of himself there's no room for anything else but a person who is totally uh humble and self-abnegation he's let go of his ego and he's totally nullified he has bittle and he doesn't feel his own separateness. That is the person that can become one with other people and become true, true friends with other people. The reason for unity and the ability to become included, to become partners with somebody else, is this idea of letting go of the ego, self-abnegation. And that is also the vessel, the proper vessel, for the revelation of the essence of Hashem, unity. Is the we just mentioned in the Sharluluv. and that's also what we say in, in the Shemina essay at the end and Sim Sholim. Uh, we say uh, that Avinu bless us, our father Kulanu all together as one. And the chidus explains what does that mean. That how can you get the blessing of Hashem only when you are when you are all together as one when you have the unity, because unity means that there must be a bitl here, there must be self-abnegation and letting go of the ego, and automatically when there's letting go of the ego, the empty vessel is what can contain the blessing of Hashem. Right? So when a person lets go of that ego, he allows room for Hashem. And like it says in the Gemara, that a person that is a gas ruach is totally... Um, The opposite of being humble, he's haughty. That person cannot dwell in the world together with Hashem. There's no room for Hashem. So when a person is totally let go of his ego, he nullified that feeling of being a separate entity, separate from Hashem, then he's able to become one with everybody else, with other people and with Hashem. And that is the proper vessel to revelation of the essence of Hashem, which the essence of Hashem is also the the simple unity. So when a person has Bittl and, and he can have unity with other people, that draws down the simple unity of Hashem. Now we go back to the other question at the beginning of the Maimur. This is why it says about this mitzvah of the Lulav, and you shall take for yourselves, and the Mejr says that this mitzvah should be only to you, only to you and nothing, and nobody else besides you. Uh, just to tell you the Mejr, we said at the beginning that it says quoting from the beginning of the Mimer, it should only be for you and not not for other people, for strange people. And it goes and accounts over there a different, a couple of things that it says the word l'chem, uh, which implies that it should only be a mitzvah only for you and not for the foreign people, not for non-Jewish people. But uh, he includes also the mitzvah of you shall take for yourself the lulav only for you and not for other people. So we ask that uh, it's not understood all the mitzvahs are given to only to the Jewish people. Why is it about the, specifically the four species of the lulav? Does it say for you and only and not for, for you and not for other people? So answering that question now. Um, it says only should only be for you because it's known that from the, the external level of Hashem's will, everyone can receive from that level because on that level darkness is like light. Everything is equal on that level, meaning the, the will of Hashem, which is Kesser, is the is is a encompassing infinite light. It's just like the person's will within his soul. It's not a a faculty, it's not a power, a soul power like the other soul powers which enclosed into a specific organ and is expressed through that organ like the power of sight, the power of your intellect within the brain, the power of your emotions within your heart. Will is a koyach makif, an encompassing power which actually encompasses the whole soul. When a person wants something, it's the whole soul being drawn to to that thing. So too, the will of Hashem is an encompassing power, an infinite power, an infinite revelation of Godliness, and therefore, from the external level of Hashem's desire, from that lower level of Hashem's desire, which is still an infinite level, everything is equal because, in compared to the infinite, there's no, uh, like, for example, the numbers compared to infinite infinity, a million and one are, are totally equal. Their infinity is no is no is not any closer to. I mean, a million is not any closer to infinity than one is. Because infinity is a whole other realm. It's not within the realm of numbers at all. So, so too, compared to the infinite revelation of God, uh, darkness and light are all equal. There's no, there's no definition yet. So there's no definition, there's no difference between klipa and kedusha, unholiness, holiness, good, bad, everything's all equal on that level. Um, however, from the inner core of Hashem's will, from that inner essence of Hashem's will is only drawn to the Jewish people. So even though we're talking about this um, infinite desire, which transcends all boundaries and, and definitions, limitations, transcends even the boundaries of good and bad. However, that's only the external level of the will. But when you come to the inner essence of that will, meaning what is Hashem's inner desire, his true desire within all of creation, is only within the Jewish people. <clears throat> like we said, the famous statement of the sages on the first verse of the Torah, Bereishish Badalikim. Bereishis, Bez that Hashem created the world for two things which are called raishis, which are the Jewish people. And the Torah. So, Hashem's ultimate purpose and ultimate desire, inner desire and inner pleasure within all of creation is the Jewish people. Therefore, the Pnei Misoratzen is only the inner essence of Hashem's desire is only to the Jewish people. (laughs) This is what it means. It should only be for you and not for any strangers with you. Meaning that this is the level of the inner essence of Hashem's will, the core of His will, which is only for the Jewish people, and there is no room for anybody else in that will. Meaning, like, in the, in the more external aspect of Hashem's desire, there is, like we said, every everyone can receive, because there, there's no definitions of darkness, light, good, bad. But in the inner essence, it's only, there's no strangers with you. Like it says in the verse, I am Him, and there is no, and there is, and, and there is nobody else. What does that mean? And a deeper explanation of it. That I only in that level, there's only there's only room for Hashem and for the Jewish people. And not for a and not for a somebody who's in the level of Akhir, Somebody who is somebody who is separate is not the Jewish people. because it's already drawn down from the level of who, which is m'chinas atzus seif. The essence of Hashem, therefore, automatically there's no room for anybody else. No, only for the Jewish people. That's what it means. Ani who, That when you're drawing down from the level of who, him, which is uh, which is in the third person, rever- referring to a level which is not, which is uh, concealed, and that's the essence of Hashem, which is totally concealed and above all revelation. When there's a drawn down, when there's a revelation from that level. When it's drawn down, anihu, then Veloy acher. There's no room for an acher. There's no room for anybody else except for the Jewish people, because that's the inner essence of Hashem's will is only in the Jewish people. And even though it's still a level which transcends all definition, yet and that level, that is the inner essence of Hashem's will, is within the Jewish people. That's what he, that's his ultimate purpose. And that's why it says, you shall take for yourselves, specifically, only for you, only for the Jewish people, because like we said before, this mitzvah of lulav specifically, is what draws down from the panimia sva'atzah, saying, say, from the inner essence of Hashem, and in that level, there is no room for anybody else, and that's why it's specifically this mitzvah that the medrash um, counts, and the medrash speaks about, because this mitzvah, according to the spiritual meaning behind it is actually related to the inner essence of Hashem, which is only relates to Lachem, to the Jewish people. And the truth is actually the same thing applies to all the Mitzvahs. As it says over there in Medjush Rabba, that it's true about every Mitzvah and it counts a lot of, lots of different Mitzvahs over there that they say the word Lachem, only for you. But nevertheless, it specifies the Mitzvah of Luluv. Because in that Mitzvah, the four species of that mitzvah, there's the idea, a unique idea of the unity, which, which shows upon this idea of ultimate nullification, self nullification, self navigation, like we spoke about, which through that idea of the self nullification, which allows for the idea of unity, that is how you draw down from the inner essence of Hashem, who's the Achdu Spshutta, the simple unity. That's why specifically by the mitzvah of Lulav it says Lakhem only for you, even though by all the mitzvahs it only applies to the Jewish people. But only by this mitzvah it says that because there is this unique quality of unity which relates to the, the essence of Hashem, which is the, the 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 simple unity of Hashem. And that's why it says you this mitzvah should only be for you because when you draw when you do the mitzvah of Lulav, you draw down from the inner essence of Hashem which on that level, there is no room for anybody else except for the Jewish people. That's the end of the Mimer on the middle of page, Lamed Aleph. Next, the next episode, will start the new Mimer of Bayim Mini at Zedest Tiel Lochem. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the new podcast, Sidis. This is Levi Gelb. And if anyone has any questions or any thoughts or feedback, please feel free to email me at rabbigelb at gmail.com. Also please check out my website, khsithisonline.org and sign up for our weekly email to receive a Maimer Mavur explanation on a Maimer from Toyder Lukute almost every week. And there you'll also find a, an archive for all our other or older Maimar that we've already explained on the weekly parsha on the Tovim. And also, you'll notice in the description for this week's episode and for every week's episode a little link to become a monthly supporter, a partner in this uh, for this podcast. Please consider doing that. It will help greatly to allow the episodes to continue and to make them better. And you can also dedicate an episode in honor of memory of something or of a simcha. And to do that, please email email me at Rabbi Gelb at gmail. And we can mention that at the beginning and at the end of, every, of that episode. Thank you very much.